Hi everyone and welcome to In Progress with Nicole. Today I'm speaking to Reiki healer and yoga instructor Nicole Doherty. Now she's an expert on reading energy and the chakra system and she knew she was spiritual from a very young age with her mum also being a Reiki healer. I have been going through a bit of a hard time lately and like I've I've fell out of my practices but what's important is the awareness. So having the ability to go, okay, I need to pick up my journal because I know that makes me feel good. Nicole moved to Bali from Ireland, which is where she got her yoga teaching qualification and she now lives in Australia where she holds Reiki sessions, women's circles and teaches her fit soul with Nicole yoga classes. So Nicole, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. It's so lovely to have you here. I want to go way back to the very beginning of your own personal spiritual journey. So can you tell us where it all started for you, how you got into Reiki, how you got into yoga and how it all came to be a part of your life? Yes. So when I was a child, I would be very sensitive to energy naturally. If You know, I heard different things, seen different things. And I was very, very lucky that that was nurtured by my parents. Like I meet a lot of people in my work that would have also been sensitive to energy as children, but it wasn't it wasn't a comfortable environment to explore that. Whenever I would like hear things as a kid, my mom would just be like, it's just your angels. Like, don't worry. So I never felt like that was wrong or it was a problem it just kind of like grew up knowing that there was something else I suppose yeah and I think that's something that's so important that it wasn't shunned away or you were told to ignore as a child like it was something that was accepted so for anyone who doesn't know what Reiki is what happens when you go to get Reiki or what the benefits are can you just tell us a bit about it the easiest way that I can explain Reiki to people that are a little bit curious is it's it's a healing modality right so you have your yoga meditation breath work reiki also falls into that bracket i would say but it's a lot more relaxed so for example with breath work it's more intense and you're almost intentionally using the breath to like dig your trauma out whereas reiki is like an energy scan pretty much everyone has reiki energy in their body you have reiki energy and when you come and get a session your reiki will go to where it's needed the most me personally i work really well with the chakra system and with clients then you can feel energy if there's any stagnant in energy in the body you can work on moving that everyone has really different experiences as well so some people have really like profound experiences where they they have flashbacks or they have realizations or they see different colors and some people fall asleep if that's what your body needs you have to also let that happen and uh, it's more about the curiosity I think and then people being open to receive the benefits really is to regulate your chakra system we have seven we have actually over 100 chakras in the body but there's seven primary energy centers that run along your spine it's so funny like I know how I felt after I learned about the chakra system and even like how you move in everyday life like if I see someone and they're really shy in themselves and lacking confidence I'm like underactive solar plexus <laughs> you can like tell that's so funny that you can tell by looking at someone like what their chakras are doing I know and also it's also reading the energy too um there's so many different factors that play into it but yeah I think for like benefits wise if you've seen it before seen someone talk about it and you feel called to do it but there's still that resistance I would say just go just give it a go have an open mind no that sounds amazing and something that I really want to try as well so 
As well as being a Reiki healer, you're also a yoga instructor and you have your Fit Soul with Nicole or your Fit Soul Saturdays, which is when a big group of us go to Coogee Beach on a Saturday morning. We do meditation, we do breath work and we do yoga. You've created such a nice environment and such a nice community, especially for girls who maybe came to Australia and they didn't know anyone before and they can come and they can make friends there so I just want to know what it means to you and how you feel that you've created such a nice community of girls I'm like I'm gonna start crying there and you speak about it like oh (laughs) Um, what the most bizarre thing is I I got my yoga teacher training three months ago I say that, but then I, I coached baton twirling for like nine years. Okay. So I have that background. So what actually sparked it was I, I ran a retreat in like the last year, last summer. And I did it with one of my friends who is a yoga teacher. And she was like, Nicole, like you can do this. And I was like, no, I literally can't. So <laughs> I went back to Bali again and then did my YTT and ended up in Australia. And it's gone really well. But when I came to Australia, honestly, I I did. It was like a free meetup. I was like, oh, it's good practice for me to teach yoga while I'm just like newly trained. And also I want to meet people. Like I get messages on Instagram from girls in Sydney. So I was like, let's just run it and see what happens. And I think about 30 people came to the first one and my head was gone I was like this is mad and then continuously every week then the word just spread and more people showed up and I think the most people we've had at a class is like 91 or 92 that even saying that out loud I'm like it's not crazy it's such a large amount of people and such a small space of time as well yeah and I, I like it just means the absolute world to me that I've been welcomed into this like beautiful space where everyone is just so accepted and people really enjoy like like you said it's such a empowering feeling it's such a vibe and I think like obviously my experience with coaching and also just that I'm a regular fucking real girl like I'm not you know what it's like at my class I'm like there's no right or wrong you don't have to mirror me if you want to just, just lie down and breathe for an hour do that like it's your time on that Saturday morning for people to just take what they need from it sometimes I don't I don't reflect enough on it like people come up to you and like Nicole this is fucking crazy like you've only been here three months look at what you've built and I'm like oh yeah but like you know it's just a yoga and then when I come home in the evenings by myself and like edit the videos and post a reel I'm like wow like we're really doing it it's amazing it is amazing I didn't realize you'd only been doing it for three months as well that's crazy especially like how quickly you've built it up and made such like I say like such a nice community I know and that's the thing as well I'm like I'm still learning like this is all new for me as well and sometimes like I'll get a message from other yoga teachers that are in Sydney and like they'll be like oh it's so like amazing what you've built I want to come and take a class and like straight away my like inner critic goes oh fuck you're not good enough to do that what if they judge me like all the normal self-doubt comments but then I have to remind myself that like that's ego and at the end of the day what I'm trying to do is not be the best most perfect yoga teacher what I'm trying to do is 
help people and create a space where people can come and challenge their body and try get into a headstand and feel empowered or just come and meet like-minded people and take an hour out of their week to fucking breathe and now it's just like a I feel like a warm fuzzy hug whenever I talk about it. No that's so true because it's not about coming and being like the best like you said it's about coming and having fun and meeting other people like literally last week I tried to do a headstand and I did a front flip and it was just funny like everyone just laughed and uh, it's just such a good environment. So the next thing I want to talk about is what your best practice is. So for me, it's journaling. Like I can't go a day without writing in my journal, whether that's morning, whether it's night, whether it's morning and night. Like I just think it's such a good way to let go of emotions, bring yourself back to the present moment, find things that you're grateful for that you maybe hadn't thought about that day. So I just wondered if there's one thing that you can't go a day without doing, whether it's like meditation, whether it's yoga, what is your best practice that you couldn't go a day without doing? Oh, I like this question a lot. <laughs> you know what? I'm having some like really deep realizations about myself, lady. I think you can go through a journey and feel like you have it all figured out and this is my routine and da da da. But then life happens and you slip out of routine sometimes. I would say for me, it's it's meditation only because that is like the one thing that is able to like bring me back to myself um through all the emotion all the shit that goes on um even if it's not like a full-blown half an hour meditation even if it's just I close my eyes and breathe and like feel into my body for a second I would say that I do journal a lot but I've kind of slipped out of that and I want to like actually speak about that and normalize it because I feel like it's very easy for people to follow you know self-help Instagram accounts or see the likes of me that's a yoga teacher and think oh she has it all figured out and like oh you you practice Reiki on people you must be like always in a good mood I'm like that is just not realistic like I have been going through a bit of a hard time lately and like I've I've fell out of my practices but what's important is the awareness so being able to like see when you're not in routine and notice how that affects your mood and having the ability to go okay I need to pick up my journal because I know that makes me feel good I have I have been journaling since I was about 12 though some like I have like the funniest thing everything I got every time I go back to my parents I'll like dig out my journals like the headspace is hilarious like dear diary <laughs> No, this is so weird because we are like really similar because I used to do this, right? And do you know what me and my friends would do back home? Like, see if we were going like a drive on a Friday night, sometimes I would like just bring my a diary so my friends could just laugh at them. It was just like the funniest things ever that I was just like writing, like I can't even remember, just like really stupid things from when I was like eight, but we would find it so funny now. But yeah, I've been doing the exact same. That's so funny. And isn't it such a nice feeling to like look back at that time? This is another thing that I recommend for journaling. Of course, the benefits of writing your thoughts out onto paper and like releasing it from your mind and body is so beneficial, but it's almost like memories. Like I, I'm I'm a person that really cherishes like videos and pictures and looking back at times and really like appreciating those moments. So when I look back on the my diaries from when I was like before I even went into secondary school, like that for me is just crazy. I'm like 
I just need to give that little girl a hug. Like she has no idea what's coming. The stuff that we're going through now, you feel like, oh my God, is this ever going to get better? How am I going to get through this? Whatever it is that people are going through, like in two years, when you look back at your journal, you, you can see the growth like in writing. It's amazing. Yeah, and I think that's such a key thing to highlight is like you're not always going to feel like doing a yoga class or doing breath work or journaling or going to walk to clear ahead. But just remembering that it is going to make you feel better. You just have to take the step to do it sometimes. So thank you so much for highlighting that. I'm just going to end with three quick fire questions. So question number one is what is your biggest life lesson? Okay, I think for me, my biggest life lesson was so a few years ago well like a good few years ago now my mom was very sick with stage four cervical cancer and like she beat it now and she's out of remission and she's like the strongest woman I know but every time that I feel like my world's crumbling or like I can't do something I refer back to that time I'm like if if my mom can get through that I can get through anything so my life lesson with that is like you never know what's around the corner you have to just enjoy every single moment I don't know if that makes sense or if I've pieced it together properly but they make sense yeah yeah that's I'm like a strong one to share as well so thanks that's so true it's just being like present in the moment as well so that was such a yeah. good one thank you so much and number two is what is one thing you couldn't live without oh god do you know where my mind went then when you asked that question I'm like one thing I can't live without it's so funny how automatically you go to like material objects I'm like oh my phone or oh da 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 when actually like it's a good reminder to come back to yourself like do I actually need any of that wow that's a very deep question that could go like wow probably human connection that's a good one like interaction and like raw energy bonds oh that's such a good one I wish I thought that one instead of coffee (laughs) so good and the third one is what is your best advice for anyone looking to find their highest self I would say um to look within so try your best to not consume what everybody else tells you is right or wrong to do or believe everyone's spirituality is really like particular to them and themselves and what your own faith is and then yeah just like don't be afraid to dig into meditation yoga all of the different mediums that you can try and you don't have to believe one specific thing to be true you can experiment with each one and figure out what you feel to be true to you um I was just saying like in body when I was like digging into my own spirituality I had to be very mindful of what I was consuming and because it's very much like kind of down your throat over there or it's just everywhere so um it's very easy I think to be led into a belief system of what meditation should look like and what you should think about the universe when really it's yours your faith is yours and yours alone so if you're and it can be scary as well but if you're trying to connect to like the highest version of yourself you really have to sit with you to get there and question everything 
That was Reiki healer and yoga instructor Nicole Doherty. Isn't she just the nicest soul? Like speaking to her made me feel so calm and inspired. And like I said in the intro, I think she has an amazing perspective on life. If you want to see more from her, you can follow her on Instagram at fitsoulwithnicole. She posts class dates and times. If you do live in Sydney, I really recommend going to them. Now, my next guest and the next episode is best-selling author, podcaster and journalist Jordana Levine, which I can't wait to share. But until then, I hope you all have a beautiful day and thank you so much for listening.